0: Doors, you kick down walls, and anyone who tells you you can't, you take your fears, your insecurities, your worries, you roll them all up into a ball, you turn those some bitches sideways and stick them straight up, they're candy out. Pick your goal and stick fucking to it. You wishy washy motherfucker. I can't fucking stand you. I wanted to make sure. That out of the 24 hours of the day, that I don't waste one single hour. Those hours were too precious. And so there I just want to tell people, don't give me this thing. I have a difficult time. and need the time and I don't have time for this and I not have that. You have time. You make the time. And now, welcome to the Be Informed Live Fit Podcast, sponsored by fitnessinformant.com. How doing and kill you down your Alright, what's going worse, on everybody? You Welcome inside episode up, 11 of the be up, Live Fit Podcast. I am your host, Fitness Informant, founder and CEO, Ryan Buckeye. This is going to be probably the most real podcast that I have ever had to do and that I'm going to do for each and every single one of you because Fitness Informant was founded two years ago On the principles of honesty, integrity, and transparency, and that is exactly what I owe to the followers, the fans, the friends of Fitness Informant, and that is why I decided to record this podcast in which the title says, Steroids Saved My Life. Now there's going to be a lot of people out there that saw this title and right away thought to themselves, I knew it. I knew this guy, the guy behind the scenes, the guy who runs Fitness Informant, no way in hell he was a natty. Not a chance this guy could be natty. I've seen the pictures he's posted. I've seen the selfies he's posted on social media and the progression of his body, and that is not a natural bodybuilder look. So I want to address everything, all the thoughts, the concerns, things that people have thought of and and, uh, accused me of over the last couple years, and really put most of those accusations to bed because... Majority of them are definitely not true whatsoever. In fact, my story and the reason why I decided to do this podcast on top of being transparent and, 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 and I owe that to the people of Fitness Informant but I feel like my story actually could help people and because as a male, as a human being, we don't go to the doctor, we don't go get our physicals done nearly as much as we should and my story today, my story about my steroid use I really hope helps people understand why it's important to see a doctor yearly, why it's important to get your blood checked, and why it's important to really take care of yourself because you have the external view that most people see, that people see as you're walking down the street. They look at you and they say, that guy looks good, he must work out, or he eats a lot, or or whatever the comments may be from the general public. And then they have assumptions, right? So for the years, years, people would assume that I was taking something, that I was on steroids. I've been accused of taking steroids for the better part of the last, like, seven years. Really, and that's the legit thing. And for the longest time, it was the biggest compliment I could get. When somebody said, dude, bro, you know, what are you on? You on Trend? You on you on, you on on Anivar? What, what are you on? What are you, what are you taking, bro? Tell me, tell me. I want to be on it, too. Listen, I wasn't taking anything. And I wasn't taking anything for the longest period of time. In fact, let me set the record straight right now that I have not been taking anything until August of 2018. And there's a reason why that I'm taking steroids as of August of 2018. They are not illegal steroids. They are prescribed from a doctor. I have a a prescription, a medical prescription due to a medical ailment in my body that, that, I, that I was handed sort of a, a bad card, if you will. And like I said, this whole podcast really is going to be addressing the topic of steroids in my life, how it impacted my life, and how it really changed my life and changed my life for the better. And there's a big reason for that. So let me set the context of the story again, just so everybody's well aware. I have not been taking steroids my entire life. It wasn't until recently that I started actually getting on steroids due to a recommendation, a medical prescription, from three different doctors that I saw that I talked to and said, this is what we recommend you do. Before that, before we got to that point, there's a whole plethora of things that have occurred in my life that have led up to this that that obviously made me choose to go ahead and go on TRT, which is called testosterone replacement therapy. And I want to tell you about that because this is the part where I think I can help people with my story. Am I proud that I'm on TRT? No. I'm not proud that I'm on TRT at 31 years of age. But I feel a lot better. I feel a million times better today than I did in the middle of the summer. I feel a million times today than I did for the better part of the last couple years. And that's because my hormone levels are finally in balance and where they're supposed to be to live a healthy version of my life. I could not have accomplished that. Without the use of steroids, without the use of testosterone replacement therapy. So if somebody now tells me or accuses me of being on steroids, the answer is yes, absolutely I am. And I'm not ashamed of it. You know, at first, maybe I was. I was embarrassed. I thought to myself, man, I'm a 31-year-old man. I, I don't need this. I shouldn't have to take this. Why me? Why do I need to do this? I have a goal of trying to be naturally as big as I can but ultimately, that goal was what you know was met prior to this, and I got big naturally, but I didn't feel good, and um, it, it started a long time ago, actually. So for, for those of you who have been following Fitness Informant and following my journey and people in my life, because literally, I've told very few people about what I'm on, and, and when I started taking testosterone replacement therapy, my family don't know, uh, my wife knows, a couple of close friends know, some people within the fitness industry, because I've seeked out counseling, and I've seeked out... Advice from those who are on hormone replacement therapy or testosterone replacement therapy to get their advice and to get their their feedback on how it made them feel. Did it change their life? Was it worth it? But I was seeking to become a professional wrestler in the world wrestling entertainment for 10 years like this was my ultimate goal. All I wanted in life was to be a WWE superstar. It was the thing that I remember seeing it. It was Royal Rumble 1992. I'll, I'll never forget it. I was with my brother at a guy's, a guy's house named Chad Bishop, and we were watching this on USA Network, and I thought to myself, this is what I want to do when I grow up. In first grade, I wrote a paper about what you want to be when you grow up, and I wanted to be Brett the Hitman Hart. I wanted to have a pet snake like Jake the Snake Roberts, and at that point, I thought the luxury of all places to live was an apartment. I have it here in my house uh, of this note that I wanted to be, you know, this letter to myself of what I wanted to be when I grow up. That was six years old. Fast forward the clock 10 years to the age of 16, I actually trained to become a professional wrestler, and that is when my professional wrestling career started. Now, for anybody who knows anything about professional wrestling, you know this, that it has been built on mastodons within that world. People like Hulk Hogan, The Ultimate Warrior. These were people that I grew up watching, The Ravishing Rick Rude. These guys were jacked to the gills. They were on so much stuff. Uh, Obviously, the whole thing is like you need to look like a superhero on TV. You need to look like a superhero in front of uh, a sold-out arena of 20-plus thousand people. People take you more seriously when you look that big. Now, at 16, I was a string bean. I mean, I was a fat kid before 16. I lost a bunch of weight, and I got into shape. Uh, Honestly, at the age of 14, I don't know how I wasn't a diabetic. I was 220 pounds, just disgusting. And I feel like that's kind of where my journey started in sort of the fluctuations into my male hormone level. At the age of 14, I think being as obese as I was, and the diet that I carried, I mean, things like ramen noodles, mayonnaise, shitty meat, anything my mom could afford, though, we had to eat. And I really felt like all the processed foods that I ate, you know, in hindsight now at 31, probably didn't help the production of my hormone levels through my teens because all I remember is being a teenager and not necessarily being a walking hard on. And what I mean by that is, yes, I was attracted to females, I, I liked the ladies a lot, but I wasn't the type of guy who had that, that was always thinking about sex. Like that was not me. I was my, they call it libido, right? It wasn't through the roof then. It hadn't been through the roof in my twenties, and it wasn't through the roof in my thirties. So that right there, to me, is sort of uh, check number one, or, or you know, the, the one area in which I've always kind of questioned: like, is there something wrong with me? Like, why, you know, why aren't I always wanting this? And uh, you know, I just whatever. It was fine. Um, so fourteen overweight, sixteen started training to become a professional wrestler, embedded into that world in which. Steroid use happens. It happens in the world of professional wrestling. It's not a secret. People know this. It was offered to me so many times during that time period. Every time I turned it down, I was so against drugs. And why was I against drugs? I had an older brother who was addicted to drugs. Like he was in and out of jail, smoking weed, doing cocaine. Probably heroin. I came home one day when I was in high school and he was huffing Glad or Glade, the, the air freshener, through a rag at the kitchen table. Like I seen these things. I see him crush up pills and snort pills on my kitchen counter and my kitchen table. And I made a vow of myself, like, I don't want to touch this shit. Like, this is not me. I don't want to be anything to do with drugs. I didn't smoke marijuana. I never tried any sort of cocaine. I didn't touch steroids at all during my professional wrestling career. That, Like I said, that was not my thing. If it was legal, I would look at it. So something like creatine, obviously really well studied. During my professional wrestling career, I would consume creatine. I would consume protein. But I really wasn't into the supplement game at all until my 20s. So fast forward then, probably in the business about five, six years, 21, 22, I, I went over to a complete nutrition store, and at that time, complete nutrition's were new, but they carried what they called pro-hormones, and I'm very uneducated at this time. I am not nearly as educated as I am today at 31 years of age on the sports nutrition industry, and especially pro-hormones and things like SARMs and other, other, other things like that. So I walked into a complete nutrition. I, I spoke with the sales rep there. These things were super expensive, but to me, they're selling them in a store. It's no different than walking into a Walmart and buying a T-shirt off the rack. You walk into a nutrition store, and they have them displayed out there. They, it's essentially a stack. There's, there's three different containers that you would take, and, and basically, you would take them in succession of, another, of each other. So for the first four weeks, you take bottle A, and then for the next four weeks, bottle B, and then for the next four weeks, you take bottle C. Um, and that's what I did. So I took on the word of the Complete Nutrition Sales Rep, a pro-hormone back at 21, 22, completely legal, completely over-the-counter, basically a muscle builder. But the stuff, what people don't realize is the pro-hormones back then were extremely, extremely toxic. Like they, they weren't good for your liver. They were very suppressive on your natural testosterone levels. And at the age of 20, 22, 20, you know, in that area... You don't necessarily need that, nor want that, especially coming from a guy who was obese at fourteen and probably had some, you know, fucked up issues with his hormones then. So at twenty two, taking a pro hormone, I got some, you know, it's not a steroid. Like you really don't put on that ton of size, and I'm not necessarily sure how impactful those were. I did get bigger, but I also was eating a bunch more, and that's kind of like when I started getting into weightlifting. But damn it, I wanted to get to the WWE, and and I knew I had to get bigger. So any legal route I could take, something that would not get me in trouble with the law, something that didn't seem taboo, was, was what I wanted to do. And I used that, and then, and then I moved on with my life, right? So after that, and I, I'm sure that suppressed my natural testosterone levels. Most over-the-counter PCTs are not good enough to jumpstart your testosterone levels back to where they need to be. And at 20, you know, when your test levels are still, like, booming and kicking, the last thing you want to do is kick those things in the nuts. So I have a lot of people that come to me at Fitness Informant now, kids, and they're 16, 17, 18 years old, asking about these pro-hormones, asking about these SARMs, and I say, stay the fuck away from these things. Like, you don't need them, guys. You are in your teens, you're in your early 20s. The supplement industry is going to be pushing these things on you. All these one andro products and whatever they're coming out with, like, you don't need them. Even today, when people ask me now at FI, like, will you review this? My answer is no. I don't want to touch a pro-hormone. I don't don't necessarily even care about having pro-hormones on the site. Although, pro-hormones and SARMs are one of the number one trafficking items over at fitnessinformer.com, meaning a lot of people come to the website looking for information on those items because they're so questionable. People don't know enough about them and that's never going to change. This is like me at 20, 21, 22 years old. I didn't know anything about them, nor was there really the research or the resources available to learn more about them. Anyway, I was fine, right? Like after that, I'm sure my test levels were good. I was bodybuilding. I started getting into shape. I tore my ACL at the age of 22. This was, I think, post that uh, maybe actually I tore my ACL before this, but I, that I was kind of overweight when I tore my ACL. That's when I really started getting into the gym, started getting into weightlifting. That's when I started using more supplements and again, not really knowing a whole hell of a lot about them. But then fast forward to essentially really when the impact started to take place in my life in terms of, you know, I've been constantly bodybuilding. Those of us have been watching us over the last two years at Fitness Informant has seen some of my transformation from where I was to where I went be. And I'll tell you right now, that was all me. That was me and food. And that was just busting ass, hardcore work ethic, just killing it in the gym because I have a a goal to get to a certain weight to 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 look a certain way but i also have a responsibility to each and every single one of you who follow us to lead by example and the pressure every day to go to the gym and lift and eat is not there extrinsically it's intrinsically motivated to do it because a i do want to look good i want to feel good i want to feel great for my family but i also want to look great for the part because if somebody comes to fitness informant and looks up information on a supplement I want to be the guy that gives them that information, and I also want to look like the person that actually uses that stuff, right? Like, there are so many different websites out there in which you have no idea what the person behind the keyboard looks like or what he even does, but there's this descriptive of these ranking lists that people just tend to believe. I am the face of Fitness Informant. I am out here for people to know exactly what I look like, what I do, my work ethic, and what I mean with Fitness Informant, hence integrity, transparency, honesty, et cetera, and that's why we're doing this podcast. So we are now basically um let's let's fast forward then to basically last year last summer so the summer of 2017 maybe we go a little bit before that basically right around right around um you know the start of 2017 my wife and I now had been married a little over a year and we decided at this point like we want to start having a we want to start a family we want to have kids and this is a big goal and something that I've always wanted and nothing I, I really ever thought of. I mean, I was, in terms of how I felt, like I, I was happy in life. Like, I've always been kind of fatigued and tired, but never really thought a whole hell of a lot about it. So we started, started trying to have children around our one-year anniversary, and it wasn't working, and it wasn't working, and it wasn't working. And we kind of just tossed it up to my wife who was on birth control for a long time, and they say that if somebody's on birth control and you come off birth control, It could take up to a year or a long time to get pregnant. Like, it's not that easy to get pregnant to begin with, people, even though you always hear these oopsie pregnancies. Listen, it was not easy for us. And, you know, every month seeing essentially the disappointment and the sadness on my wife's face when we realized that we weren't going to be pregnant again – uh, was enough to really take a toll on you, right? And you start thinking to yourself, okay, well, what is it? What is going on here? Is it the birth control that my wife took? Which, which by the way, birth control is a steroid. It's it it's a, it messes with your hormones in your body, tricks your body into thinking that they're pregnant. So was the the pill just not completely out of her system? Was the body still thinking that the hormones was you know were still in there? My wife when got checked out. Everything seemed fine with her. Uh, nothing at all. So. Again, we kept trying, nothing. So last summer, summer of 2017, what I decided to do is said, okay, if it's not you or if there's nothing going on here, it's not the birth control and your hormones are all in check, your blood levels check out, et cetera, maybe it's time for me to get my shit checked. So I had never gotten blood work done outside of an annual physical on my hormone panel in my entire life, not until the age of 30. So I had never known where I was sitting in terms of free test, natural test, FSH, LH, all these, uh, all these different sex-binding hormones that you have, and these these hormones that are extremely important if you're a male, like testosterone, estrogen. Those are extremely important. But there are things, um, you know, like prolactin. There are other things like your FSH and your your sex-binding gluten hormones. And there's there's these different hormones that really from the pituitary gland that control your reproductive system as a male, control your testosterone production because essentially if you have low testosterone, you're also going to have low sperm count which is going to make it very, very difficult to get pregnant. And I think that in today's age, with all the different types of foods that we eat and the different type of things that we put our bodies through, um, your test levels are not as high as they once were probably back in the day when people were so used to having like 12 kids in their family. It's a lot more difficult now because we're eating so much different shit on the, in the markets uh, that it's actually taking a toll on your hormone system. So this is when I, I raised my hand and said, you know what, I'm going to go get checked out. I want to go check out and, and see what is going on. Maybe, it, maybe it's me, honey. Maybe it's me that actually is having the issue and maybe it's not you. So long story short, I went in, I got my testosterone levels checked, and they were low. They were actually below the normal range. So the normal range for testosterone levels, I believe, is two hundred and fifty to eleven hundred. Uh, I was actually below the two hundred and fifty mark. So, um, and I was like, hmm, okay. So maybe this is going to start to explain things. Like, yes, I, I'm tired. I'm fatigued. I'm trying to pull it together. I mean, I wasn't depressed or anything like that. I was, I was still, you know, pretty happy-go-lucky Ryan, like I always am. But I always noticed, and like I mentioned this before, I always noticed that I was, I was, I've been fatigued, and I've always noticed I didn't have like super high libido. I was not always like sex, sex, sex. That was never really my thing. Um, it, although most men, it probably is. So when my test levels came back low, um, I was like, you know, questioning whether or not, like I'm 30, year, 30 years old, why are my test levels so low? Like, it, where did this come from? Like, why is this the case? Because I've not, I've not used steroids, I've not used anything. You know, anything at all. Everything we've using hormones at this time, and it's been eight years since the complete nutrition. Uh so what I did at that time is I had spoken with my family care practitioner. She referred me to an endocrinologist and I was embarrassed. And you know, when you're when your hormone levels are at that low at the age of 30, this is not supposed to happen to me. Like I'm not supposed to be the one with low hormone levels. Although it's it's very common when men over the age of 30, your testosterone levels start to drop. And more and more men in their 30s have low testosterone. So I know that, but even knowing all that, it's still like Damn, why me? Like, you know, I run this fitness business, this website, the, the, I'm the face of this. Like, I don't want to be the poster child for low testosterone. That's never what I signed up for. So, instead of going to the endocrinologist appointment that my family care practic- practitioner uh, referred me to, I decided to take an over-the-counter testosterone booster. Because I've been preaching now for like the last year here at Fitness Informant, don't buy a test booster at all unless you know you have low testosterone levels. How do you know you have low testosterone levels? You go and you get your blood work done. It's as simple as that. It's not complicated. Go get your blood work done, get it back. From there, you can develop a plan. Well, my plan was using over-the-counter testosterone booster. Obviously, one of the perks of Fitness Informant is I get these products sent to me for review. So I thought to myself, well, here's an opportunity to actually review a testosterone booster because I know what my blood levels are, and then to go get my blood work redone after the test booster to see where I'm at. So long story short, I took the testosterone booster for four, six weeks. I can't remember how long it was. And about, I think it's four weeks. And then six weeks later, I went back in and got my blood work redone. The testosterone booster actually took me from below normal levels up into the the normal range. But I was still on the low end of the normal range. I think I was in the 300s. And the normal range is 250 to 1100. Really, optimally, you want to be around that 800 mark as a male. That's where you feel your best. Um, obviously, like if you're on... A uh, 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 synthetic testosterone. You take a lot of it, you can be way over 1100. That's really when you start to gain muscle and size. Um, that's when people are taking those the, the illegal anabolics, and they're out there on the streets buying this testosterone. They're injecting it, and then all of a sudden they're skyrocketing over 1100. They're putting on size like no other. Testosterone boosters, what they're meant to do is bring your levels up into the normal range, a healthy normal range. Even TRT, testosterone replacement therapy, is not supposed to bring your testosterone levels. Over the 1100 range, it's supposed to keep you within the normal range, right around that six to 800 level. That is the goal of testosterone replacement therapy. So even people who are on TRT, like they're not in such an extreme anabolic state, they're going to be putting on a shit ton of mass. So I'll just throw that out there now. Anyway, came back, uh, my test levels were in the normal range, um, and then there was a supplement, There, there's a... a, a It's not a supplement, but like a medication that you can take called Clomid that could help with sperm production as well. Um, You know, those are things that you can take. You can get those from peptide stores online. So I got Clomid to try that to help us with the pregnancy uh, issue. So I got my testosterone levels. Up into the normal range, up into like I said, the mid three hundreds, which again is still not ideal to feel optimally healthy, but it's at least in the normal range where hopefully your testosterone production is as well, your sperm production is where you need to be, so you can actually have a kid. On top of that, Clomid helps with sperm count. Anything I could do to help the situation to to be able to start a family is what I wanted to do. Uh, long story short, come September, boom, we got pregnant. It was phenomenal. I thought to myself, awesome, this worked. I took the appropriate steps. For my family, I got my blood levels checked. I went on an OTC testosterone booster. I used a Clomid to help me get to where I need to be to help my sperm production, to get my wife pregnant so we could start a family. That was great. However, unfortunately, my wife and I lost the baby. Um, It was our, nothing either of us could have done. It's one of those things that just happened, but it was crushing to my wife, crushing to me, crushing to our family because we were all, Super excited about, you know, what was what was going to be. Um, you know, our first baby. It'll be my wife's first baby on her side of the family. We had not told her parents that we were pregnant prior to that. The only time they actually found out was when we found out we had a miscarriage. So, that was a tough situation to begin with. And then on top of that, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, well, now we have to try this again. And now I'm nervous whether or not, you know, I went and got that blood work done. I didn't go to the endocrinologist. Um, you know, can this and will this happen again? and we kept trying, and we tried, and we tried, and we tried, and in January, without the use of a testosterone booster, without the use of Clomid, any of that stuff, we were able to get pregnant again, so I thought, like, I reverted the ship, I got my testosterone levels normal where they're supposed to be, thanks to an over-the-counter testosterone booster, Um, things were good, my wife got pregnant in January, we were excited, nervous at the same time, because we wanted to make sure we got past that threshold um, before anything could happen, so... Got past that threshold. Things were great. I started a new job, uh, a very more of a higher-up job, I guess you could say, a managerial position with a large Fortune 500 company. Job was stressful. Days were long. I started feeling extremely fatigued, like really, really tired all the time. And this kind of progressed as I was learning more about the job. The first month in the job was very stressful for me just because it's a new job. It's a high profile job, like they expect you to perform and they expect you to perform yesterday, type thing. And it took me a little bit to get the job, but once I got the job, things were good, but the days were still long. And all the while, I'm thinking to myself, like, you know, I'm gonna have a, a baby here soon, come summer, come September, August, September. Like, things are going to settle down. Things will be good. But for whatever reason, like, the days always seemed really long for me. I always seemed exhausted, so tired. Um, again, kind of fell back into that, that level of fatigue that I had prior to my first blood test where I just didn't feel right. Like, my body didn't feel right. I didn't feel normal. And I thought to myself, well, I can't be this fatigued and be a great father, right? You have to have energy to play with your kids. You have to have energy to stay up. You have to have energy to help and support your wife in these times and I didn't feel like I had the appropriate amount of energy and that summer the summer of 2018 it was really bad like I would get home from work and I would fall asleep on the couch at like 6 6:30 I mean obviously you guys know that that follow us at fitness informant that I'd be up in the gym at 5:30 in the morning so You kind of threw it up to the fact that I was up early at 5 o'clock every day. I worked my ass off in the gym. I worked a long, stressful job. And that's kind of like the default answer. Like, you just have a long day. You work a stressful job. It's taking a lot out on you. But at the same time, it shouldn't take that much out of you that you're falling asleep at 6 o'clock on the couch. On top of that, I started to feel kind of mentally down. Like, not depressed, but I just didn't feel like myself. Like... Something was off. Something was weird. Uh, my wife could tell it. I could tell it. I probably wasn't the greatest husband in the world because I was just sort of checked out for a little bit. And uh, it was a scary thing, I think, for us to, to really have to deal with. Um, you know, my wife was very concerned about me. I was concerned about me because, again, you, you look in the mirror and you see what you see. And the people see what they see in, in pictures you post online. But what they don't see is how you feel interior. And interior, I just felt off. You know, I felt really, really off. And the last thing that I wanted to do was feel so off that, A, I get super depressed, but B, I didn't want anything affecting our marriage. And C, obviously, I didn't want affect it being how I'm going to be as a father. So middle of summer, I fell asleep again around like 6, 630, and I woke up like, right around bedtime for us, and kind of just looked, and was like, something's got to change. Something is going on here. I can't keep ignoring this. Like, a year ago, they told me my testosterone levels were low. I bet that's probably what it is again, but I I didn't need to double check. So, I had my annual physical, blood work came back from that, didn't get my test levels done at the annual physical. I do that separately. Um, Everything else in line, you know, was good, blood pressure good, all that stuff that you expect to be good. So, I got my blood work done, blood work came back, and my testosterone levels were low again. So... This was the point where I was like, okay, well, you know, it, it, we need to do something about this at this time. So I asked my family care practitioner again. I said, hey, you know, a year ago you gave me this referral to see an endocrinologist, and uh, I never went. You know, I didn't go, but I, I w- I'd like to see one now. I'm I'm ready to take that step and figure out exactly is. why do I feel the way that I feel, and if, if I can get some help that I need some help. That I think it's going to be beneficial for for obviously me and my my health, but also the health of those around me, specifically my wife and my upcoming child. So I went and saw an endocrinologist uh, here in the Twin Cities. We did some more blood work. Testosterone levels were low. Um, he had required requested some more tests, uh, and then I wanted to seek out the opinions of some other doctors. So I seeked out the opinions of two other doctors. Both of them had suggested. Um, testosterone replacement therapy because my body was just not producing enough testosterone to maintain healthy, functional living, meaning it was taking an effect on me physically to the point where I was fatigued. It was taking an effect on me mentally where I was not as happy as I probably could be or not as sharp as I probably could be and just kind of feeling drained and sort of checked out, which is not a good feeling to have as a person. It's not a good feeling to have as a husband or an upcoming father. Um, Then what I did is after these doctors all suggested I go on testosterone replacement therapy, I then... Uh, you know, consulted with my friends in the industry, people who are on TRT, and I've asked them questions like, you know, is it worth it? Do you regret it? And every person that I talked to that went on it said it really changed their life and it really improved their quality of life because they actually started feeling normal for the first time in a long time. And I thought to myself, like, God, that would feel, that would be great to feel normal. Like, I look good, sure, but I don't feel normal. So this is still summer of 2018, so for those of you who have been expecting me of being on something the entire time, that answer is no. Like I really accomplished my physique by just hard work, dedication, and diet. So it can be done. Uh, the decision to go on testosterone replacement therapy was not made until August of 2018. That was literally a couple months ago. And I am literally on my first bottle of testosterone at this point, not even finished with it yet. Um, because I wanted to make sure like, this was something that's going to work for me before I went ahead and I announced to the world that I'm on testosterone, that I'm on steroids to help improve my quality of life. So after talking with friends within the industry and people who are on TRT and understanding like, what it is and what it implies, and like, can you still have a family while on it, et cetera, um, and after con- consulting with my wife, the decision was made, Like, let's try it. Let's go ahead and try this testosterone replacement therapy and see if it actually works for me. So... Uh, Long story short, you work with the doctor, you find the dosage that is going to be, uh, you you know, the prescription that's going to be right for you. So for me, I'm on 200 milligrams of testosterone SIPE a week. I do one injection a week, and then I'm also on, uh, it's a 1,000 IU of HCG twice a week, or once a week, sorry, but up into two doses, so 500 IUs of HCG twice a week, so I'm actually injecting three times a week a medication to help me live a better, healthy version of my life. The testosterone really is to bring my test levels up into the normal range, not the anabolic threshold, so my I, I have to go back in for blood work to see kind of where it brings me at, but it's not to the point where I'm over 1,100, so I'm not like in this huge, bulking stage where I'm going to be putting on a bunch of size on testosterone. I'm literally into the area in which I should have been at my whole life. So if I was at that 800, 600 to 800 mark my whole life, I would have gained size so much quicker. But I was fighting low testosterone all those years and was still able to put on size, and was still able to look how I looked prior to August. And I haven't changed look much. Like, I still look very similar. I've been on TRT now for almost 10 weeks, whatever it is. And I haven't seen a ton of change in my, my body composition, maybe a little bit more. But that's the benefits of being in a healthy, normal testosterone range. And um, it's just one of those things, like, you don't know unless either you're feeling physically and mentally like out of whack, like I did. Uh, But if you're a man, like to sit there and, and not do your annual physical and not get your blood work done and just not get your hormone levels done, especially over the age of 30, I think it's absolutely crazy. And that is why I've been preaching on Fitness Informant for the better part of the last couple months is like just get your blood work done. It's not that expensive to get a hormone panel that's less than 400 bucks um, which to a lot of people is a lot of money. I understand it but it really can discover some things that can really help change your life and for me it discovered again for the second time that my testosterone levels were low. Something needed to be done I elected to go on testosterone replacement therapy, something that's not abnormal. A lot of people are on it nowadays, but it did change my life, and it changed my life for the better. I'm no longer super fatigued. There are days where I'm long, right? There are still days where you get home from work and you're tired, but mentally, I'm, I'm, I feel better. I don't feel down. I feel like ready to go every single day. I'm not as fatigued. I can stay up past nine o'clock now. I can play with my child. I can be a good husband, and it really has changed my life. I started this, like I said, in August, and it was really just like after a couple uh, a couple injections, like two weeks, you really started to feel the change. And um, it's been one of the best decisions that I've actually ever made in my life because I feel like I feel normal. I have high libido now. I mean, I feel like I should have felt when I was 16 years old. Really, that's how I feel. Like I have energy. I want to do things. I want to leave the house. I want to converse. I want to be around people. Like I still clang and bang in the gym because that's one of my favorite things to do. But it has changed my life and it's changed my life for the better. So for people out there who want to say that I'm a cheater or claim that I'm unnatty, that's fine. I am. I'm not I'm not natty, right? I'm on testosterone replacement therapy. I am not getting a competitive edge over anybody really because I'm putting my testosterone levels where they should have been all along. A lot of people who have normal testosterone levels are at where they're at today where I should have been at. And now that I'm at their levels because of testosterone replacement therapy. I also am not ashamed of it anymore. I feel like I have this platform, fitness informant, where I can help educate people on hormones, help educate people on what they should do health-wise. And then one of the biggest things, like I say, is just go get your blood work done because it, really undisco- it can really discover some things that, that you may not have known. And you can take care of it. You don't have to live feeling weird and feeling out of whack like I did for like eight months in 2018. I, did, I felt just off. And now that I have a baby, I needed to be a good father. I needed to be a fantastic husband. And I feel like I'm being better. At being a husband, I feel like I've been a great father. Uh, it feels good to feel normal. That's the biggest thing. It feels good to be happy all the time. And uh, I'm not ashamed. So, you know, if people want to call me a cheater, that's fine. But until you experience what I experience and until you actually know how it feels to actually have low testosterone levels, which is extremely unhealthy for you, for the people around you, you really don't have a say. And anybody you talk to that has that's on TRT, they will tell you the same thing that being on TRT is a it's legal because it's prescribed from an actual doctor and you can actually get your prescription from a pharmacy. It, it change, it's a life changer? It really is, and it's not a bad thing. Now, if you're out there shooting four, five, six hundred MGs of test a week and you know illegally, that's your own thing, and I'm not going to condone you going out and doing that. Like if you need to be on testosterone and it's prescribed from a doctor, like it is in my case. Do it if if you want to. I mean, if, if it's something you want to do, but I will tell you this if you do have low testosterone and if you've been questioning whether or not you should go on TRT, if that's what what an endocrinologist has prescribed for you, it really has benefited me and it has benefited my family. And I'm glad I did it. So for all the loyal followers of Fitness Informant and uh, people who have been, you know, just been supportive of us the entire time, just know this. Like you deserve to know what's going on with me because I am the poster child of Fitness Informant. I'm the face of Fitness Informant, but I had not gone on anything until August of 2018. So you can achieve everything that you want. You can achieve the physique that you want. You can achieve any milestone and goal that you want without the use of steroids. I elected to go on steroids to help me, not physically, but emotionally and mentally, my intrinsic health, my internal health. That is why I went on it. Like, the driver to go on TRT was not because, oh man, you mean I can get on tests legally? I can get on steroids legally? Remember the story about my brother who was, who was taking drugs and I was so anti-drugs? Listen, I still am anti-drugs. I still don't want to smoke weed. I still don't want to do cocaine. I still don't want to go out and get a bunch of different other variations of steroids to jack my body up. I am taking a medication called steroids to help me live a healthy life. And if you want to question that, that's totally fine. If you have questions on it, that's also fine. Shoot me an email, ryan at fitnessinformant.com or DM at Instagram or message on our Facebook page. I'm more than happy to help anybody else or at least tell you more about my story. But the goal of this was obviously to be transparent, um, to let you guys know exactly what's going on in my life, but also hopefully to help make you think and educate you, especially if you're a male. And females, too. Get your blood panels done because everybody has hormones. And if you have a hormone that's out of whack, it could really fuck up your life. And it can really change things, and it could be a bad thing. And uh, once you're able to get that right, your hormones right, you really do live a different different life, and it's a better life. And, um, you know, am I going to be on TRT my entire life? I don't know. You know, I think, I think when you go on TRT, that's kind of like the expectation. is like once you're on it, you're on it. I would love if my testosterone levels shot to normal range without the use of an injection of a steroid. I would love to have normal testosterone levels as a human being. The fact of the matter is, I don't. I don't have normal testosterone levels. It's nothing that I did that caused it. It's just, it's one of those cards that was dealt. Like, it's not abnormal. The doctor will say, you know what, there are people in your 30s that have low testosterone. It's not super normal by any means. But it happens, and it can be a a different thing. It could be an ailment with your pituitary gland, which which obviously controls your hormones. And in that case, that's kind of what's going on with me. So, um, you know, they wanted to do an MRI on my pituitary gland to see if if there's any tumors or anything on it. We elected to go the TRT route to start, and it's changed. Like I said, it's changed my life, and uh, you could say it saved my life because I feel great. I'm a better husband, a great dad. I'm going to say that because. I truly think I am. And, uh, you know, I'm able to still perform at a high level in the gym. I'm able to perform at a high level at work. I'm able to perform at a high level at Fitness Informant. And those are all things that were super important to me. So you can walk away from this conversation with any opinion you want. I get it. That's cool. Um, just know like, I'm not hiding things from anybody. I elected to wait to make sure that this was the right decision for me and how I knew that was whether or not it was working. Because had I taken this and it didn't change the way I felt, then there would have been something probably deeper. And then this conversation would have been something that you know necessarily didn't need to have. But I can't, in my right mind... Continue FI, being silent about something that I think is so drastically important in male health that you all need to know. Hormones are so important. They can change everything. They can make you a better person. You can still be on TRT, in my case, and, and start a family. That's still the goal. Um, and it, it, that we're going to keep at it. We, uh, I mean, the, the whole idea and the whole goal and the whole, you know, behind TRT was just to feel better, you know? Feel better internally, and it really has. Um, so... If anybody has any questions out there, like I said, please feel free to, to reach out. Um, everything that I stand for is all about honesty, transparency, and integrity, and I really hope by opening up on this podcast and telling the world really for the first time that I'm on steroids um, because I have to be to make me feel better from a doctor is really sort of me being a little bit vulnerable, and I'm not used to it. Like I, I questioned too coming on this podcast, be like, should I, should I not? And then I thought, well, Ryan, come on, man, you have this platform that you can use to tell your story, and maybe it'll inspire somebody to go get their blood work done. And if it comes back normal, that's the best part. But having that peace of mind that you actually are, are you know, you are healthy all around is such a good feeling to have. And if you're not, address it because life's not—it's not certain, right? You don't have an unlimited time here, and you want to make sure you can live the best version of your life while you're here. And for me, I was not living the best version of my life. You know, physically, I looked good. But like I said, internally, I felt like shit. And uh, I don't feel that way anymore. I feel so much better. I have great doctors. Um, you know, they, they take care of me. Which I'm very grateful for. I have a great family who understands, who's supportive of it, and uh, I have great fans at Fitness Informant, who I'm sure the vast majority of you are going to be very accepting and very, uh, very supportive of this, of this part in my life, and uh, you know, not look at me in a different light. I hope. And if you do, that's you know, that's your call too. But just know, it's not, you know, I'm not slinging these things on the street or grabbing them from a the street corner somewhere just because I want to get huge. It was never my intention to get huge on the use of TRT. My intentions were to feel fucking normal and it's been great it's been fantastic i don't regret it i plan on continuing to do this keep feeling great and to keep uh you know pushing out good content educational content here at fitnessinformant.com so i just want to say like i appreciate everybody's support i appreciate everybody's understanding and if you have any questions you have comments on this episode feel free to email me again it's ryan at fitnessinformant.com Send me a DM on Instagram, Facebook message. Um, Do us a huge favor. Subscribe to this podcast. We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel over at youtube.com backslash fitnessinformantTV. And that'll keep you up to date with this podcast as well. Um, Next week's podcast or the next podcast after this one. We're going to be bringing in a, an extraordinary female athlete, and Ashley Horner. She's going to come on, and she is just she is a special human being. And I'm so excited to have Ashley on the show. She will be the first female guest on the Be Informed Live Fit podcast, and I hope um, she will inspire so many females, but males as well. She's definitely going to inspire me. I can't wait to conduct the interview with her. I can't wait to chat with her about her accomplishments, how she stands out in the field generally dominated by men, but she really does stand out and she does a fantastic job of it. So, uh, stay tuned for that. Brian Shaw also is still coming up on the podcast. We're going to have part two of our real debate, our EAAs versus BCAAs, which was episode 10, which was just, it blew up. People loved it. I loved it. And uh, I'm hoping episode 11, this episode here gets some gets some traction too, because it's a very important episode that I think people need to hear and understand. And on, honestly, like on a, on, a, on a last note here, it's I hope you people get a better understanding of TRT. And if somebody says that they're on testosterone replacement therapy, it does not mean they're cheating. It means that there was something wrong in their life that required them to get a medical prescription for testosterone in order for them to live healthy. That's what TRT is. It's not cheating. It's not anything along those lines like, yeah, you're no longer natty. That's fine. But I'd rather feel good and be unnatural. I'd rather feel like a normal fucking person than to, to be able to proclaim in the gym that I'm a straight natty. If you're a natty, great, good for you. I was a natty for a long time and I was proud of it. But now I'm proud that I feel good. I'm proud that I'm a great husband and, I pr- and I'm and i proud that I'm a great husband uh, or, or father, excuse me. So I'm proud that I'm a great husband and I'm proud that I'm a great father. So I appreciate you guys tuning in to episode 11. We will wrap this up again in two weeks. Ashley Horner, one of the biggest brightest influences in the world of fitness happens to be our first female guest we're stoked about it check us out online we're at fitnessinformant.com we're on facebook instagram twitter and snapchat and again if you liked what you heard here rate review and subscribe to this podcast on all the platforms itunes spotify youtube podbean stitcher and more